Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. No rang-nicking this one. Welcome to the Football Ramble. Wolves overrun Old Trafford for the first time in the Premier League. Derby are on the march and the transfers are coming. It's Tuesday 4th of January. I'm Kate Mason. I'm Jim Campbell. And I'm Pete Donaldson. Let's continue to start the new year right, people. What are your, what are your New Year's resolutions, Jim Campbell? I wake up every day and think about um, things I want to change and improve about myself. So the year changing is going to make no difference to that. I'm not going to bother. <laughs> just not going to bother. 365 days of the year. That's of, what you of, do. Yeah, that's the Jim Campbell of, methodology. How could I be better? So mm. many ways. I'm going to go back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Dream Jim's better. <laughs> no, he's not. That's yeah. your approach too, I'd imagine, Pete. Oh, massively. Dream Pete is fantastic. Mm. I was having a stand-up argument with Johnny Vaughan of uh, Capital Radio circa yeah. 20 years ago in my dream uh, last night. Did he win? Uh, no, he's, he's quite physically imposing. Oh, that's a shame, isn't it? <laughs> so you don't even manage your dreams to success? No, no, I don't know. Every part. And that's, that's my new resolution in many ways, Kate. It is going to be be more down on myself. Be more down. Yes. So All n- right. not be more assertive in your dreams. No. Be- <laughs> no, just be more down on myself. All the time. Dream Pete. Real Pete. Do you need help with that? 
do you would would it be helpful if we slag you off more? Or yeah, yeah, no, 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 bring it on. Or are right. you going to yeah, just do it, it do it to yourself all the time? <laughs> well, I'll only I'll only point stuff out when I think it's like a genuine flaw of yours. Does that help? <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Start with my height. Yeah. Okay. And yourself, you got any resolutions? Oh Christ! Oh got yeah, that, that's classic. Yeah. You're just sending the the question now back the on the interviewer. Interviewee is the wolf or whatever it is. The I shoe is on the other foot. The red devil has become the wolf. Um. Yeah. No. Uh. Find the alpaca, I guess. I don't know what he's up to. If you're going to throw this question out, you should really yeah. have had a question to answer yourself because I didn't have one. I no. Jim didn't have one, have but you've got to have one. I've got, I mean, I've got, I want to I resolve, yes, to be better <laughs> in all things. Um, so I've got hundreds actually, but we don't really have time for that because yeah. we've got to go do into... Do you want to do a portmanteau, portmanteau content instead? Yes! <laughs> yeah, do that I now. resolve to be better at portmanteau content. Yeah. Thank right. you. I so want... listeners, I just want you all to know, we, clearly we are trying, aren't we? We're trying to be better. <laughs> We're trying to be better in every way. And you, Dylan, Listeners, you don't need to improve. You're already great. I'm going to work on my flattery. That's what I'm going to work on. Uh, but we're now going to get to some actual bloody football and we're going to analyse it in depth and in great detail and with great seriousness. So that's another way in which we're going to improve and change this season. Wolverhampton Wanderers beat the Red Devils 1-0 at Old Trafford for the first time in... Well, I can't do the maths for the first time since February 1980. 42 years ago, that wow. was the last time they the won maths. at Old Trafford mm. before the foundation of the Premier League. It's the sort of date that you sort of think that can't be more than 30 years, but it very much is <laughs> because I'm 40. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, God. We're mate. nearly a quarter of a way into a century. <laughs> um, it was a weird game, wasn't it? Because if you, you look at the numbers, obviously Wolves had a lot of shots. Was it, mm. Did they have the most shots in the first half against Man United at Old Trafford, like in. Premier League history or some, yeah. some... 15 shots it was. Yeah. So, 19 in total, which is mad given in particular Wolves being this team that doesn't really score any goals. Yeah. three go- They scored three goals in their last nine games. That's, three mm. goals. That is not many, is it? It's not enough. It's like it's some sort of special intellectual challenge that they're doing because you know it's like for every goal they score they earn two points. Yeah. It's just unheard of. <laughs> but it, um, it wasn't like it was a kind of amazing, thrilling end-to-end game, was it? It was a really... Just a really odd game. I Stodgy, dour. Stodgy, yeah. I mean, and that's the Wolves were obviously very good and, and got their got their reward, but I don't know. Man United, they just looked very, very pedestrian again. It looked like a massive slide back into the days of no one really knowing what their jobs were. Yeah, I mean, it, it, you, you sort of get the feeling that Rangnick's kind of come to the club to give the shareholders, the directors, <laughs> their two up top dream so that they can sort of have two Cristiano Ronaldo. Three in, twos. In the, but it does take a long time to convert a team from absolute listless, no tactical awareness kind of kind of outfit to, to, to a pressing team. But you do get the feeling that, well, he's only got until the end of the season. So yeah. do, are these players really going to play for someone who's only got until the end of the season? See, it, it's a very, very difficult job that's made even more difficult by his contractual stipulations. But would you not think, though, that they're, they're actually playing for their futures at the club, in a way? If you're you you know if you're under an interim for a little bit, you're, you're still, whoever the new man is, mm. you know, they're probably but in talks it, now. There's probably someone who who is, who's got their eye on the job who's watching the games. You, you'd think, well, you, you're, you, you're playing to show the new person that mm. you've... you've, you've got something to offer and I think actually and it's January it's, yeah. the, the transfer window is open guys it's something you to let them know <laughs> I guess it, you don't it, want to be there the four two 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 system has obviously got a lot of um, lot of publicity hasn't it because it's, it's an unusual system certainly mm. in England it's not something we see very much I guess perhaps it's going to take a little while to click isn't it and obviously you have to expect along the way there are going to be performances like this where it doesn't quite click and the, the, the players are still getting used to it and, and he's um, not had much time without a game 
I think this is the first seven mm. disc period he's had where he's just had seven days to work on his work on the next match. So that that may pay dividends that it may not. It may familiarity breeding content. I don't really know, but it's uh, it was a weird situation. I very much enjoyed the way that uh, everyone was kind of like, oh, it's a bit ominous. Phil Jones is back. Yeah. <laughs> And he played quite well. He had, he had a good game, uh, yeah. The goal was it w- was unfortunate for him, but I just thought he, he played bloody well coming back from such a such a long injury. Well done him. Yeah, he did really well. 707 days without first team appearance. He mm. lost, I think he last played against someone like Tranmere in the cup. Yeah. Um, and people were, yeah, the pressure, the memes don't help Phil Jones, do they? And he no. did play well, Pete. You're absolutely right to say. And even you can also tell that, as we know, you know, footballers read a lot of stuff on the internet constantly and it's clear that they're aware of the kind of pressure that he's under because Luke Shaw in his post-match called him out was like I thought he did really well and it is a shame as you say Pete that it was his kind of his defensive header that was Mm. met by Jean Moutinho for his like one goal of the season that he always loves to produce. But yeah. hey, he did extremely well. 82nd well, minute winning well, that. He said uh, when he, he did like a Beto celebration, didn't he? Yeah. And he, he yeah. sort of said that he's been, he said he's been waiting, um, I think, nine months, no, nine months and three months <laughs> to do that celebration. I was like, yeah, I mean, uh, your wife probably worked a bit harder. You know? yeah. <laughs> that also, nine months, she had to carry him. Nine months and three months is just a year, isn't it? Yeah, I don't think the Why baby was late. The baby it wasn't the baby. I mean, you'd you'd imagine she'd be induced after three months. Wouldn't you? <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> Get like, this baby out. I was a month late. So that was that was the eighties. That was nineteen eighty. For a month late. Well, that was a month that late. That makes so much sense. Lazy boy. You are overcooked. Little, let's be honest. <laughs> little you are lazy overdone. boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Luke Shaw. Also, I mean, maybe more worryingly from this this lack of clicking, which. Mm. Perhaps yeah, we didn't expect to see was that Luke Shaw also said, uh, I didn't feel when I was on the pitch that we were all there together. And Rangnick himself after, asked afterwards, someone said something like, oh, what happened to the pressing? There was the Sky interview. I think he phrased it a bit better than that. But hey, what happened to the pressing? And Rangnick was like, well, we tried to press, but we did it. We tried for 10 minutes, but we can't really do it. <laughs> wow. Cool. Oh. Yeah. It's, I guess it's when you've, when you've got players of the age of Cavani and, and Ronaldo starting up top, it's it's silly to expect them to be able to do that for a whole game. You kind of you're just going to knacker them out and neutralize what they do bring to the team, mm. right? So you've got to kind of fail pressing is so embarrassing to watch, though, well, exactly, isn't it? Yeah. It's the like lumbering after people a bit. Yeah, oh. mm. it's it's very five aside, isn't it? Get your man, get your man. Yeah, but like do but, your doggies work? <laughs> <laughs> but and, and obviously uh, they got booed when they brought I think Greenwood off, didn't they? Yes. Yeah, the, the team because uh, he he he's he's had a good time on yeah. Ryan. I think it's fair to say, he, but he, he, he looks very busy. Smile, yeah, he? yeah, and also I, I, I still I think Jaden Sancho is probably still having strips torn off of him for not passing to Ronaldo mm. uh, at that point in the first half where they where they were through. You, you think that's that's pretty much a guaranteed goal if he makes the right decision there. Mm. Um, but You're again, it's... for Fernandez stepping up to take that bloody free kick at the end as well, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, oh, absolutely. That felt like a, a big narrative moment, didn't it? It's, it's mm. funny, when Fernandez came on and hit the bar, that, it was almost like the crowd seemed to notice the game was on for the first time during that. <laughs> it was so quiet up to then. Mm. Very strange. Yeah, that's true. The Old Trafford crowd, that is. I mean, the the away fans mm. were, were brilliant. You could they hear the bouncy storming through the the effects mic. It was yeah, they were excellent. I also liked in the, when Jarmutinho scored the goal. It was a sort of scudder, mm. a scudder along the ground, yeah. slipped in at the side. But I don't know if you saw on the slow mo afterwards because of it striking the side netting quite kind of gently, and then the slow mo played out. Uh, David De Gea's water bottle yes. fell in oh, slow yeah. motion. Man United merchandise like as falling if, to as reality. If, 
a perfect metaphor for, for what ha, was ha. going Your on. Your water is horizontal now. <laughs> ha, ha. Uh, but yeah, great stuff uh, from Wolves. And I, uh, I look, I feel like I've been banging this drum for a fair old time, but Bruno Lage has done pretty well so far at Wolves. You know, this, this classic thing of being like, oh, everyone was Googling him when he turned up. But the right. idea that he came in and he, he delivered this astonishingly good presentation to, to say what he was going to do for Wolves. And he seems to be really in control of uh, uh, really in control at Molyneux except there's this little these little wicked whispers about this he had to say something very formal about his relationship with Jeff Shee the the guy in charge at Molyneux he, right. it had the mar- it sounded a bit like something he'd prepared to say because he's going on about transfers he wants lots of transfers right. in he needs uh, every single position it seemed to be when he was talking in the pre-match mm. and so then he had he was very like no we have an excellent relationship we speak oh, wow. every day so yeah, I just hope for Wolves fans' sake that, that this Bruno Large thing is is going to continue to go well, and that he does actually have a good yeah. relationship with Jeff Shee because he seems to be doing extremely well, I mean, well with what he's got. They're eighth without scoring many goals, yeah. So that, mm. that really <laughs> one place that behind up, Manchester United. Yes. Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> clearly that there is room for improvement there, but more air like, kisses, still please. Doing an excellent job. So yeah, that mm. yeah that that seems imperative that they get a few more players in, try and open up those goals. They have got the players there to do it. Well, yeah, but they're, but rec- they're recalling gelling, people so from... recalibration. Yeah, I think mm. he deserves to be back, doesn't he? And also, he's chilled, right? He was like, oh, I, I enjoyed winning at this lovely stadium and we go again. He doesn't, he doesn't, <laughs> right. he doesn't, yeah. he doesn't mind about... He doesn't think it was that... No, no, that's not true. He didn't want to dwell on the idea of like, this is a massive moment, go mm. us, we have yeah. beaten a side we're not supposed to beat. But he was very much taking it as like, you know, we're a position behind Manchester United and, and we had a plan. Yeah. And and also what I loved about him, in a similar kind of Tuchel-esque way, although Tuchel's having a bit of a moment, isn't he? He broke down the tactical plan, such as it was, of, of Reinick in his right. post-match in about two minutes. And I love to see that stuff. <laughs> oh, so good. Cristiano Ronaldo, the captain. How, how did we think he performed? Was it a particularly captain-y performance? I don't know. Like, it was just... I mean, Paul Lintz... Wanted Scott McTominay. That was an interesting take. A lot of people, there was a lot made in the commentary about how I like Ronaldo's only captain, Man United twice, but he's not really someone you, you think of as a captain, is he? He's a, he's a leader for sure. But He's a leader for his own brand, isn't he, really? He's very much <laughs> the captain of his own ship, effectively. But he's bought himself an oxygen chamber, apparently. I'm yeah. surprised he didn't already have one, to be honest. Yeah. I, thought well, bit, I thought they all slept in them. Yeah. Well, it's a bit. I mean, I mean, that's a good way to get oxygen toxicity. toxicity. Is Michael it? Jackson's one. He, apparently, he, he oh. didn't actually sleep in it. He just used to um, spend brief periods after he got burned by that fire. I mean, that's what fire does, isn't it? Yeah. Oh. He got burned by that by pe- the Pepsi, Pepsi fire. Spark. Yeah, the Pepsi spark. Goodness me. It, it was it was to um, aid his recovery from that. I suppose if I'd thought about it at all, I would imagine that Cristiano Ronaldo slept in like a cryotherapy chamber thing. You know, like how those mad rich people want to be reborn after they die. And mm, so yeah. they, they get themselves frozen in little frozen... Oh, his head will be in a jar by yeah. 100% the, uh, on a robot 70. body. <laughs> That's like to the exact specifications of his current body because he can't be you know, better as a robot Yeah, because he's already perfect. He'd probably do it at 45 because he just want to get old. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, mean, the goal scorer is Argentina is 35 as well. So obviously yeah. there's, there's mm. a lot... You know, show. I, to be completely honest, if I had the money Ronaldo has, I would have one of those chambers. Mm. Why the hell not? I'd have a spare. <laughs> <laughs> the other concern at Manchester United, quite apart from the four triple two, uh, is that there's there's a danger that cliques are going to be developing because they've had their uh, they've had their lunch hall. Remodeled lunch hall <laughs> and, uh, by and the porters. <laughs> <laughs> no, the porters are in the porters' lodge. Sorry, as the you well lodge. know, Sorry. they do not work in, in the kitchen. In the kitchen. Right. Um, 
But the the upgrade has seen six four-seater booths installed. Is, now, that, is that COVID or is that just um, an American diner style? Kind yeah, of I like the thought Little of that. mini juke box. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> this is on roller skates. No tomato sauce yeah, on your hot dog. No, oh, absolutely not. <laughs> that was what I was picturing, but, yeah. but maybe you're right. I, I don't know. I don't know a lot about uh, social harmony particularly, but I feel like... <laughs> Great that, band. That, that does seem like something that could lead to... Uh, issues, Pete. Is, is what if you overhear this... someone in the next door booth talking about you? What, how would how did they used to eat on a big like massive big, kind of like, table? like a wedding feast? Yeah, like a mama's bench. <laughs> but like, all having a katsu. Is so the, have the growing concerns literally come out of the fact that they've put booths into the canteen? Because to me, sat, that seems a bit people paranoid. People are seeing it, sitting in groups of four. Yes, I mean, there's yeah. no other chair. Never mind. Yeah. Oh, they, well, those groups of four will only speak to each other from now on. It's it's a bit paranoid, isn't it? I don't watch any. I don't want to watch any of you. Like eat, <laughs> I eat by myself. But this is what I'm like get. a dog. I just take my food to another room. That's true. So you would prefer, <laughs> hide it for later. You would prefer twenty four boots of one oxygen tank. Sit in an oxygen tank. Oh, chomping, <laughs> chomping on a big foot long hot dog. Beautiful. Oh, cool. But this is what happens with a club of the scale of Man United, isn't it? The sh- stupid stories like this come out just because. <laughs> So there are some booths now. <laughs> <laughs> Whose fault booth. is that, Jim? <laughs> <laughs> Whose fault? Who's given it two minutes on the running order? I have no yeah. idea. <laughs> so look, nice one, Wolves. 1-0 win at Old Trafford. Uh, and and good to see where Bruno Lodge... I mean, hey, do we think do we think these guys are competing for European places, potentially, then, Wolves? Is he up in eighth? I think, yeah, absolutely. They've, they've, they've put themselves in that conversation, haven't they? It's going to be tough to sustain it. But obviously, you know, they've got to, they've got to score more goals mm. um, to make that happen. Um, they've scored four, scored 14 rather, and had 14 against this. Well, they've it's joined, mad. we know at least where they stand on the Carragher versus Sooners debate about whether goals are football or not. <laughs> <laughs> they've certainly, they've certainly, I think they've got, Six out on the injury table, like four. You'd probably say. Would yeah, be and Pedro Neto so like, is a world class yeah. player. But I'm, I'm just saying that's quite months. low compared to a lot of other Premier League oh, right, okay. So they've probably been quite fortunate through the season. Yeah, so. I mean, I think if I think if they do, um, they have a successful transfer window and they can get some players to hit the ground running. And absolutely, they're in the hunt for a Europa League players mm. for sure. He Chan Huang's back in February, I think. Yeah, yeah. and he's their top miss. scorer mm. as well. Um, yeah, and uh, look, uh, we'll leave it to other voices and ours to absolutely lay into Manchester United. I feel like that's something we do often enough, but mm. perhaps news that uh, Rangnick is asking them to work on their body language gives you some sense of some of the issues there, yeah. perhaps. Let's get into... Oh, Pete's <laughs> working on his body language. Three three wins, one draw and a loss. I think yeah. that's all right. That's yeah, an all right return and it's gonna, for it's, a team. Yeah, no, to shambles. And, and what's the, you know, 3-1 against Burnley? Answer that, <laughs> critics. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I mean, Rangit was never going to come in and like be a magician and make everything harmonious straight away, was he? So, you know, there were going to be setbacks and this is just one of them. Let's it's get into the championship. That's not a segue. That's not a Manchester <laughs> United segue. Uh, Reading 2, Derby 2. We want to have a check in a, a little look at this because it's all, it's not as it seems. Mm. Two last minute goals from Derby. They do it again. Uh, with Wayne Rooney, he'd got not COVID, COVID. So he's, he, was, he wasn't there. It was Liam Rossino on the bench. He had uh, not, not COVID, COVID. Yeah, he like, had a sniffle. So he took, oh, she's, oh, right, so okay. he just sat it out. He was, he was sitting at home. But look, right. hey. These guys have had so many bloody points taken from them. Mm. Uh, well, 21. Collect- 21, I can hardly keep count. But mm. actually, to be fair to Reading as well, they've had six too. Yeah. So it's like the discount derby or whatever. <laughs> oh, the discount derby derby. Oh, my God. Um, nice. How are they going to escape Pete Donaldson? I, th- I think they've got a very a better chance than what everyone gave them at the start of the season. 10 points of the last 12. They 
you know, you imagine that teams like Reading will probably improve once their injuries uh, end. Hull and Cardiff are sinking like bloody stones. And I, I I can't imagine there'll be many teams swooping a decimate Wayne Rooney's side because uh, the players haven't had the best season, I think it's fair to say, because of their own um, points deduction. So I think it could run very close. I think it could be a last a last gasp last weekend yeah. escape. Well, they've got, they would be 14th without the points deduction. Mm. So, I mean, obviously they have the points deduction and they've got to work with that. But it, it is a measure of the, the quality of the team, isn't it? It is a mid-table mm. team that's down mm. the bottom. So it's it's not unfeasible that they will make up that points mm. like that, that that deficit I mean it's going to be difficult absolutely they're going to need going to uh, the, sort of, it, the they... sort of goalkeeping that they received at uh, for Derby's first just to keep it just dropped it, it was just <laughs> a toss. lovely awful. to see Junior Hoylet yeah the, the first one was lovely as well yeah, yeah. yeah. That was very novel. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it a lot. And also, like we were saying yesterday, in the case of Burnley, like if you're looking at pe- uh, teams who've got games in hand at the bottom of the Premier League, they're not necessarily going to win them. But in this case, like you're saying, Jim, Derby are a mid-table side. And so potentially, yeah, mm, they, exactly. will, they will be winning. they win them. more games than the teams around them. Yeah, exactly right. Poor, mm. Shout out to poor old Peterborough in the relegation zone. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, uh, be, before we move on to Peterborough, if you did, you want to. I've I really a, do want to, but I'm I've not sure a, that that's a legitimate <laughs> move. <laughs> I've done a little bit of an investigation, as promised. Andy Carroll. Tell he me. may not be at, at Reading for very long, very much longer, uh, unless they want to increase his one grand a week pay. Um, I was wondering whether he was going to have an extra stripe on his Reading shirt um, compared to some of the shorter players, or, <laughs> or whether the stripes would be kind of like stretched out um, you know, mm. it, 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 reliably. Um, Andy Carroll has eight stripes on his Reading shirt right. from the uh, collar to the bottom. Uh, Claudio Osorio, the shortest player, has only seven. Wow. So, yes, indeed, Andy Carroll has been gifted an extra stripe on his shirt because he is a very long man. Has he earned those stripes? <laughs> well, he, 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 he's put in some about decent... his whole career, really, isn't he's it? He's put in some decent seem... <laughs> defensive displays anyway. <laughs> Although he probably sh- was at fault for the winner. <laughs> yeah. It's such a shame that uh, all the investigative journalism prizes have been already given out. For, yeah, I know, right? I, I mean, I wouldn't shit. win one. I literally said that they won when they actually drew. Sorry. <laughs> Ignore, <laughs> ignore me. Yeah, but you're investigating a different thing. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly you, yeah. Got, you got the stripes sorted. Nice one, Pete. So, <laughs> Thanks, yeah, to do the final score in that one. Let's get... I, my, it's all right. I'm not, I'll put the Peterborough segment in another okay. day. Yeah. But anyway, do a deep dive they're, having, they're having a tough old time. And I'm glad that you're so enthusiastic about my Peterborough deep dive. <laughs> uh, let's get to a break. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. 
For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble. See what happened. Thank you, Pat. You're very welcome. And happy new year. <laughs> happy new year. I love the way you went, jump back into frame. And happy new year. <laughs> I must not forget. <laughs> My controllers are speaking to me. Um, welcome back to the football ramble. Me, Pete, and Jim here with you. Time for some emails. You wanna get stuff off your chest? Tell the ramble they are the best. For Kate, Mason, and the other guys. Show at footballramble.com. If you wanna change the FA Cup, or share a story you just made up. For Kate, Mason, and the other guys. Show at footballramble.com. I can't remember what that's a reference to. I'm I'm just wondering, did we put this show out in stereo? Because that was a very pleasing stereo production. Oh, it was lovely, yeah. Or are we going to be going on mono like the Beatles or something? <laughs> Got an email from uh, Chris. Uh, with all the chat about people named after footballers, I wanted to draw your attention to some particularly cruel parenting that has uh, made the news in <laughs> Chile. The first uh, baby of 2021 in the city of Copiapo, I think you said like that, uh, was named Griezmann Mbappe. <laughs> that is all. The first baby in an entire city, Griezmann Mbappe. That is all. Fantastic. Mm. So stupid, st- stupid name. Good luck to you in your life, Good Griezmann. Luck. So uh, Carsten has also been in touch and saying, given your continued interest in all things Phil Neville, I feel I had to share this story with you uh, that at one point around 2005 appeared on a Liverpool forum. A kids team from Liverpool had been participating in a tournament in Manchester, probably Old Trafford or Carrington. As they were walking back to their cars in the parking lot, Phil Neville pulled in in his Range Rover and one of the kids shouted out eagerly, look, it's Gary Neville. (laughs) Luckily... Phil had his windows down, but just as he was about to correct the misunderstanding, the same kid beat him to it and followed up with, ah, no, it's not. It's the shite one. The father who witnessed it all said that he'd never seen a man shrink as fast. (laughs) Oh, Phil. Apart from when he was on that beach, obviously. Um, (laughs) Keep them coming in. Show at footballramble.com or tweet us at footballramble. We're always very keen to hear news of Fizzer. 
I prefer to kill him. All right, it's time for a little bit of uh, Bob Antonio Conte, the first of 2021. Are you ready? As ready as I will ever be. 2022. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready for a new year, baby. Um, yes, two footballers mashed together. All you need to do is figure out what the hell I am talking about. It's good to see how alert we were yeah. there, Jim. Yeah. Picking you up across it. Yes. You weren't across it. From Grim Bingham. Thank you very much, Grim, for this one. Uh, we've got two footballers here. Are you ready? Yes. yes. Throughout my 15-year Serie A career, I had one of the consistently worst haircuts in football and I hold the record for the most clean sheets in the Champions League. Oh. I hope it's not Andrea Pirlo. That would be incredibly oh, offensive. I forgot his damn name. Like the little rat's tail is who, I think, <laughs> who I'm thinking of. Oh, um... Oh, God. What, who was the second one? Uh, clean sheets, Champions League, the most. I don't know the rules anymore. It's very quick, Honestly, isn't it? It is very good. I know we say that every time, slow. but we're yeah. slow. Marek... Hamsik. Oh, fuck. Uh, Casillas. <laughs> Hang on, man. Psyche Casillas. Casillas. I think we should have concentrated on Casillas. It's hard to say. It's a good one. Yeah, good. Well done. Thank you very much to Grim for that one. Are you ready for your next one? Dan Renshaw has come in with this one. Number one, I am a versatile Everton defender who could have made the Euro 2020 England squad, and I am a Welsh former Liverpool forward, famous for my moustache as well as my prolific goal scoring. Michael Keen Rush? Oh my god. Incorrect. No! What? Oh. What was the second one? Uh, Welsh farmer, Liverpool. You've got that bit right. Uh, the first <laughs> yeah, bit. no, it's the first, first bit. Versatile Everton do. defender. Uh, I don't know the rules anymore, uh, honestly. It's, it worked as well. It's Ben Godfrey and Rush. <laughs> I, actually think, I actually think your one was better a fun one first yeah, yeah. Pop Antonio Conte for 2021 thank you very much Dan oh I prefer to kill him <laughs> thanks guys for sending that in now we have time to tell you about the January transfer window we have a whole month in fact for that is how long the January transfer window mm-hmm. last gym and we're grateful for it we mentioned Jose Marino's interest in Ainsley Maitland Niles well it is official Roma have made a loan offer for the Arsenal man with an option to buy Maitland Niles apparently only interested in a move to Roma he's heard about Jose Mourinho's modern methods perhaps <laughs> yeah um, it's interesting this one I mean I don't want to cover our ground too much but um, Mourinho's been really pushy here Clearly, because he wants the player as soon as possible. But I'm I'm concerned that we're going to lose some players to the African Cup of Nations. Sell Ainsley Maitland-Niles. Someone will get injured and then it'll be a bit of a disaster. So do look out for that. Um, <laughs> that's my concern. But it also makes me think, oh, maybe we're going to sign someone. Like, hmm. I think we might have some money. We might have found some in okay. the stadium. Okay. Yeah, I, can, I mean, it's hard to tell with you, isn't it? Because that's like a quite a pessimistic perspective. But <laughs> on, a gray, on a grey January commute, are you uh, up for a move to Rome? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, quite. I wouldn't mind, actually. <laughs> Marino also planning a, and this is very clearly in inverted commas, a raid mm. on uh, Spurs for Tongi and Dombele. It's not really a raid, is it? If people are just like, here, have this boxed up. Yeah, I'm surprised by that. Not because Tanga Ndombele doesn't have talent, but Mourinho kind of struggled to get the best out of him at Spurs. So what would be different in Rome? Mm. Well, actually, maybe he's, he's you know, he's, he's been very good at revitalising Tammy Abraham, which is apparently something that's been on Ainsley Mike and Niles' mind. Like he's he's seen that, that, that that renaissance has happened and wants a bit of that himself. So perhaps Mourinho's confident that, the you know, Rome is a good environment for him to get the best out of players that you couldn't quite, you know, get the best of elsewhere. Mm. 
Mm. Interesting. Another intriguing Arsenal news. Looks like they're already lining up the air to Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang's throne. Apparently, Jim, this is exciting, yeah. I would say. They're in pole position to sign Alexander Isak after Real Sociedad, his club, apparently banned him from joining Barcelona. Now, Isak, I mean, I remember, he, or I didn't know much about him before the Euros, but he's a great man to watch. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's, I mean, he's not been as prolific this season, but he had a really, really good season last season with Real Sociedad. He's played with Martin Odegaard very effectively before as well, right. which I think might be a factor. Nacho Monreal possibly been in his ear about Arsenal. Obviously, uh, Sociedad don't want to sell him to Barcelona because they, they, they are we'll right. But, sorry, Real Sociedad. We'll get letters from Andy Brown. Yes, we will. Um, <laughs> but um, I think... This one, like I would kind of dismiss this a lot. The, the rumors have been knocking about for months, but I thought well, he's, he's a real hot prospect. I don't think we'd be in the position to sort of sign him. But the reports are saying it's like it's quite developed. So who knows? I'd be very excited about that. He's 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 very uh, right-footed, I would say. Uh, if you've I've only really seen him play for Sweden and a little bit for his for his club side, but he's. Uh, very right-footed. Yeah, so although that's something to think about. That's what seems, I'm saying. Seems a, 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 a nice young man who would fit in with the, the current crop. The other of nice, nice young, young man. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think we need a bit more steel, which is why I think actually it's far more realistic that we will wait for the summer and then get Erling Haaland. Is it? <laughs> to balance it out. If you keep saying it, it might exactly, you might will it right? into his positive mental attitude, Chris exactly. Agabusi style. That's he right. might come as a joke. You know, <laughs> he seems the type. Yeah, manifest Harland. That's but how he, it works. But it, is it kind of like you? you you're kind of ex- you're effectively exchanging um, Young to, to for for a lad who couldn't cut it in Germany. I just does. Do you kind of worry about that a little bit? A little bit, yeah, and also the fact that his form hasn't been so good this season. You you don't know, do you? Because Usman um, Dembele would be a good example of that mm. other player that you know made a similar journey to Barcelona rather than Arsenal, mm. obviously. But like you know, perhaps didn't deliver on early promise. But yeah, I don't know. He's I, supposed I, I, to be the news latin. Well, quite. Yeah, <laughs> but, I mean, he was he was excellent for Sweden in the Euros, and mm. I, I think he's young enough that that he can be moulded. And Arteta is clearly very good at doing that with young mm. players. If you look at the you know obviously Smith Rowe. And, um, you know, Odegaard struggling and then finding his form. So I'd be very, very excited about that. And also, I mean, Aubameyang's clearly going to go. Lacazette and Eddie and Ketty are out of contract at the end of the season. They they need to they need three strikers. So they need three strikers. But you sort of go, do you, do you, for a club of Arsenal stature and their aspiration, do you want someone who's... Because Arteta is doing more moulding than Ardman animations every, <laughs> every week, isn't he? <laughs> he spends all his yeah. time moulding. He does. <laughs> Newcastle have, uh, despite Marcus's mockery, Newcastle mm. have reportedly made a breakthrough in getting Kieran Trippier's signature. Yeah. £25 million bid. Well, look, look, I mean... You're it, excited. Uh, I, I, I don't like Emil Kraft, so yeah, I am. Anyone yeah. about Ramel Craft? I mean, to be honest, bit, just lay a bit of respect on the lad. No, please, <laughs> no, don't have to. I didn't mean Craft. <laughs> oh, you meant you meant Trippier. Sorry, yeah, okay, I, I don't dues, think yeah. he's a, right, a, a just a minorly better uh, <laughs> improvement on Emil Craft. The um, the, the the full the fullbacks are very important to Eddie Howe. Um, it's uh, it, it it seems very important that he has uh, players who can sort of go forward and deliver a ball yeah. um, to to the way that we play. Um, and it, it, obviously, it's going to be incumbent on them to find a another striker as well with Callum Wilson out for a fair period of time but uh, yeah it's going to be interesting to see who, who they bring in and uh, Trippi is a hell of a player um, 25 million for a 31 year old oh, good different that, times that's, isn't it that's what you different times that's where you're operating now yeah. and also I mean and we'll have Orbs on loan as well yeah yeah Orbs Orbs <laughs> <laughs> it took me a while to be honest you <laughs> We'll have um, him as well. Yeah. Um, there's, there's talk of that, isn't there? About Jermaine Newcastle. Pennant right? I think says, um, says a move to the northeast makes sense. So, yeah, there's orbs. the source. 
I'm, ju- I'm just saying there's not there, there aren't as many traffic jams on the A1M. <laughs> <laughs> you can almost get almost into the city centre. Yeah. Um. I, I. Joking aside, I mean, and, and mockery aside, I think the, the trippier thing. Oh, is that thing, what we're doing? Yeah. Well, just for a bit, <laughs> just change of pace. The the trippier signing, if, if Newcastle can pull it off, is massive. It's, exa- it's exactly the sort of thing they need to be doing, and it it'll be a real coup. Because you, you need to get those first ones through the door, you know. Mm. And it, it, is a, it is a strange situation because you're battling relegation while also playing to be like the biggest club in the universe. Um, but like, I remember, do you remember when Chelsea bought all those players? They signed like Crespo and Joe Cole, but they also signed players like Jeremy, you know, players yes. that are going to make a difference, that we're going to that we're going to work and just just be consistent and reliable. Mm. And Trippier has shown so many times that that's that's what he is and who he yeah. is. And yeah, he's he's How a, loves a, a huge trips. signing. Yeah. Before we go, we've got to get to uh, your favourite ever Arsenal player, Mesut Ozil, yeah. who seems to be um, really paying quite close attention to his retirement plans. His portfolio, yeah. He's, he's, yeah. he's building up a club of... You know how Manchester City have a range of clubs all over the world? You know, yeah. New York City, that one in Australia, apologies. Um, Ozil seems to be doing exactly the same thing. He bought a stake in that Mexican club last year alongside Kate Upton and Eva Longoria, unusually. Um, but he's also going to now buy a Turkish third division club, Corum FK, outright. It's better than spending your money on cartoon apes, isn't it? So. <laughs> right. Well, their, their, their logo, their club badge, is uh, a two-headed eagle, which kind of looks like an NFT, <gasps> if I'm completely honest. Mm. I think it's an eagle. It's a, it's a, it's a ratty looking thing. <laughs> a ratty looking too. Another former Real Madrid man. So basically, this is we. This is the category of retirement plans. We're keeping an eye on players' retirement plans. Um, Fabio Central has hung up his boots at the end of last season, and he's now a fisherman, Jim. Yeah, and he's really passionate about it, isn't he? Like his, he's like dad was a fisherman, and he's right. like, grew up by the sea, and like practically like in the sea, like a bit of a merman <laughs> thing going on. It's like I love the sea; it's a really beautiful way to make a living. Blah 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 blah. blah. Like, he's just genuinely really passionate about lovely. becoming a fisherman. Good on him. That a lot of lovely. deadliest catch on the hotel telly. Players <laughs> yeah. at Real. The, uh, what I like about it is like the shots of him on deck with the fishermen. The fishermen are in full weirders, and they look like you know if you cut their arms salt water comes out yeah. and, and he's just like he's got a Gucci cap on him <laughs> yeah. he's still got his frosted tips he looks like a gangster in investigating his yeah. merchandise sort of going. he's just been <laughs> brought in by sea he's very good he's got a little dagger very good I like that main, main, mainly the information about this apart from the pictures is that he bought a boat and now he's got a fleet Look, it's very addictive boat buying. <laughs> As I know, a man who's always on Facebook Marketplace in a seaside town. <laughs> uh, MK Dons are in action against Charlton in the EFL Cup tonight. But the question actually about this one is, will they reach their destination? Because mm. uh, driverless cars set to take over, query, the world over the next couple of years. And they're certainly taking over Milton Keynes Town Centre because yes. they're being, they've been trialled already with the MK Dons players as guinea pigs, as far as mm. I can tell. Right, okay. Um, and they're like head of football or someone was saying that uh, it's good because in COVID it's good not to have a driver. Although from the detail that I read, they have got a driver in there in Just order in to case. supervise the non-driverless yeah. 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 element. You, do, you don't want to kill Troy Parrott. <laughs> driverless cars, yeah. <laughs> you don't want to kill anyone. Do you want to kill Which anyone? Which has been the yeah, problem, point, isn't it, so far. But I mean... MK, don't say that. Milton Keynes is a, very, is, is, is a town, obviously, has famously famously very straight roads and stuff. And yeah, it is roundabout. There is one roundabout, I remember driving up there, you know, I'm a new driver and stuff. There is one roundabout in Milton Keynes where you have to give way at the left. <gasps> and it's like, why have you done this? Are you kidding the me? The driverless car is going to be, what the fuck is going on here? Pete. What? 
Are you sure that's true? It's true. <laughs> Give it a Google. Is it not Give being it operated it by like a, a person? It's almost like someone drives, flying, like a flying a drone. It's, it's, drone, not, it's yeah. not fully automated. There is someone. Yeah, yeah, there's someone there to, to, to grab the steering wheel if something goes wrong. But actually, I listened to a Malcolm Gladwell podcast about driverless cars, and mm. I think, in fact, they would be better able to cope based on the fact that they're machines, not humans, mm. who are eminently fallible and like checking their texts or like having a fight with a partner or whatever. Mm. Um, they would actually. What a life you lead. <laughs> <laughs> they might. They might. They would be much better equipped to deal with the whole left weird left ways roundabout or right ways roundabout right, because they're okay. just they're, they're programmed they don't they don't have doubts they don't mm. have concerns about the weather oh well actually they do have concerns about the weather bad example Gillian Taylforth would have a better 90s mm? just a reference to a sex story from the sun about 20 years ago yeah I don't remember that one <laughs> I saw her on EastEnders at Christmas so I thought oh she's still in it good <laughs> well, good luck to her and yeah. good luck. And she's good... done off sex on the hard shoulder, guys. I just, just, ah. just, that's not what it's for. Uh... Yeah. It's for building up speed the wrong way. You're not supposed to stop there at all, are you, unless you've got an emergency? Maybe no. it was an emergency. Yeah, she was just yeah. really. <laughs> Is that how you want to start 2021, Jim? 2022, yes. Peter. Come on. Come on. Catch oh, up. Guys, welcome to 2021 indeed. Thanks for listening to today's <laughs> Football Ramble, part of the ACAST Creator Network. On tomorrow's show, it's me, it's Jim, and replacing Pete in the naughty chair, it is Andy Brassel. Say goodbye, oh, Pete. Hard to dress that one up as a sideways move, isn't it? Say <laughs> <laughs> so, goodbye, Jim. Bye. We'll see you tomorrow. The Football Ramble is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.